0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Morning Junk. I am your host, Zach. This is the thrice-weekly pop culture show where we talk about movies and movie news, pop culture news, everything under the sun. fits under that umbrella, you give us 30 to 40 minutes three times a week, and we'll make sure that you are up to date. Today, we are talking about the future we're looking ahead at 2024 seeing what 2024 has to offer in terms of movies and some things that we are looking forward to so let's get started Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. If you're watching this on YouTube, like the video, share it with your friends, subscribe to the channel. If you are listening to this in your favorite podcast app, make sure you're leaving us a review, leaving us a rating, all that good stuff. We can continue to grow and reach more people. Make sure you are leaving us comments in below, getting in touch with us. All of our information is going to be in the show notes, and we'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you think. Now, when it comes to 2024 movies... Uh, I looked at a couple of different lists of just things coming out. Obviously, all this stuff is still subject to change. So there's going to be a couple of caveats like, right off the top. I, you know, saw a lot of people doing like a like a 24 movies that I'm excited for in 2024. And I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to do that. And then as I was going through the releases, I kind of realized that like, There isn't 24 movies in 2024 that I'm excited about. And so that kind of brings me to my first caveat, which is that, like, I'm not trying to sound super negative about the state of movies, like, and, like, what is coming out. Obviously, if you follow movies long enough, you know that a good portion of things that are going to come out this year, we don't even know are coming out yet. So, like... I, I'm trying not to be all like doom and gloom. This is January. There's obviously stuff that's coming out in October, November, and December that we just don't even know about yet. And that's fine. I, I know that like... You know, I could only find about thirteen movies that I was genuinely interested in. And I know that a large large part of that is those are the big studio movies that have been announced and in the works and in development for a long time and they're finally coming out. I know there's probably tons and tons and tons of smaller movies that are going to get released over the summer and into fall that are going to be very good, that just we just don't know they're coming yet. And so that's, that's kind of the first caveat, which is that obviously this can't be that, in, that that conclusive because we don't know everything. And so that brings me to my second point, which is that the way I decided to do this, since I could not come up with 24 movies that I was excited about, um, I could find quite a few movies that I wasn't excited about. And so I decided to pair a movie that I'm excited about with a movie that I'm not excited about and just kind of talk about them and go through the release schedule. I do want to mention two movies that I think are being released in 2024, but that I couldn't find any official date for them. And I know they've—I know at least one of them played at TIFF last year. I don't know if it got picked up for distribution, uh, but it's, it's by a filmmaker that I really love and that I, I really hope comes out this year. But there's no like official release date. And then the other one—I well, I—I I guess I shouldn't be super so secretive. I should just tell you what these movies are. So the, f- the first movie that I know played in festivals last year, I believe it played at Cannes and I believe it played at the Toronto International Film Festival is Aggro Drift, which is directed by Harmony Korine. I know it stars Travis Scott. And I also know that the movie is shot entirely in infrared. And so I am very curious as to what that's going to be like. Harmony Korine is one of those directors who loves to experiment And I just I I'm very curious what he's going to do. I know it's about a hitman and I know that it's shot in infrared and that's essentially all I know about the movie. Um, So, yeah, I'll be looking forward to that. Again, no release date yet, but I'm really hoping it gets picked up for distribution and we see that sometime this year. The other film that I can't find any sort of definitive release date on is Megalopolis, which is the like $200 million self-financed mega Francis Ford Coppola movie. And I know that he has said recently, and as of time of recording, there's no release date for it, but as of time of recording, he's also said that it's done. It's ready, and he wants it to come out this year. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be a disaster. I I, I really do think we're looking at like a Wachowski sisters type situation where it's going to be awful, but I, I really hope it's not. Francis Ford Coppola is obviously a, a titan in the industry, so I want him to do well. The cast looks great. I know it's about an architect. Uh, that's really all I know. And if it does come out this year, I'm sure that it will be later in the year. Now, let's get to our official pairings. There's no real rhyme or reason for any of these pairings. They just kind of are the way that they are. This is just how I wrote them down. And we, a lot of them are superhero movies, or a chunk of them are. And then I tried to stay away from sequels. I tried to stay away from franchise movies unless they are like in the ones I'm not excited about, but I tried to pick, like, oh, this actually seems like a really interesting movie. One I did not pick is the new Rose Glass movie, which I'm blanking on the name of, that stars Kristen Stewart. That is out in February. I didn't include that in the list just because it's, like, it's it's out pretty soon, so I I feel like we, we will all have the chance to see it Pretty soon. So, I've tried to pick things that are a little bit further down the release schedule just to be like just something to actually look forward to for a period of time. So, the first movie that I am excited for this year is Drive Away Dolls. This is a movie that I believe was supposed to come out last year, but due to all the strikes and whatever, it got pushed. This is the first directorial effort of uh, Ethan Cohen. You know, his brother Joel did the tragedy of Macbeth, they're famously known as the Cohen brothers. And they are kind of directing things on their own right now. And so you had Joel Cohen do The Tragedy of Macbeth a couple years ago. Phenomenal movie. And this is Ethan Cohen's first solo directorial effort. And it's about – I don't really know. I think it's it's probably a crime movie uh jamie an uninhibited free spirit bemoaning yet another breakup with a girlfriend and her demure friend marion desperately need to loosen up in search of a fresh start the two embark on an impromptu road trip to tallahassee but things quickly go awry when they cross paths with a group of inept criminals along the way so yeah probably gonna be funny probably gonna be their uh, his offbeat kilter style of humor probably gonna be really good and stylish and i look forward to this movie now, I paired this movie with Roadhouse, starring, uh, I believe, Jake Gyllenhaal and Carr McGregor. Not a movie I give a shit about. I don't think... This this is, like, the epitome of, like, studios being so out of touch with what people actually want in movies. And then being like, oh, Roadhouse, like, yeah, this, let's, let's remake this. People love Roadhouse, and it's like... I think a selection of people love Roadhouse. And I think, you know, it was a big 80s movie. I don't really think it warrants being remade. And I I'm, I'm not excited for this movie. This movie is due out in March. So yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not that interested in the new version of Roadhouse. Next up on the list, my next pairing is Mickey 17. And the first omen. So literally announced this morning. Mickey 17. This is a movie I am excited about. Uh, I don't know any plot details. I know it's directed by Bong Joon-ho. Stars Robert Pattinson. It's his follow up to Parasite. As of this morning. This movie was supposed to be out at the end of March. and has since been pulled. From the release schedule. And now there's no date listed. Now we've been seeing the same still from this movie. For about a year. So I, I believe the movie is done, and I think they're kind of holding it for a November-December release because they're kind of hoping for awards consideration. I really hope they're not pulling it because they don't have faith in it. I, I I doubt that that is the case. I really think they're probably holding this movie for awards. It probably wasn't quite ready to come out in November of December of 2023 for awards season now, so I think they're probably holding it at like nine months To kind of garner some more attention. Because if you dump a movie in March. It might do well. But it's probably not going to be remembered by the end of the year. So it's probably a smart release tactic. But hopefully that movie comes out this year. Now the first Omen. Uh, This is directed by Arkasha Stevenson. I believe this movie is due out in April. And I am not excited for it in the least. Uh, I believe this is an Omen prequel given the title. I, Arkasha Stevenson, you know, famously, or maybe not so famously, but, like, did a show for Netflix, uh, Brand New Cherry Flavor, which is a good show. Uh, Very kind of, like, David Lynch-esque and weird, and it's it's pretty good. But I don't want to see her do an Omen movie. Like, I don't want to see an Omen movie in the first place. Uh, I, I, I just feel like these classic horror movies... That we have seen, like now, like like none of them are going to be untouched anymore. And the Omen is probably one of those movies. We've already had Omen prequels, and they did horribly. We've had Omen sequels, and they did horribly. Like, I don't really think people care about these movies. Like, I do, but I think I think general audiences like it's, it's it's the way that these movies are made. They're not made with reverence for the fans of these movies. And they're not even really made with reverence for the movie that they're remaking or riffing on. They are made because like it is an IP. It is a name people recognize, so people will see it. And I think that is the most disgusting way to make a movie and to try to get people interested in your movie. It, because I, I think it garners a lot of like – I think something really bad happened with the Halloween trilogy. Because I think studios realized that, like, even if people didn't like them, they would still show up for them. And so now it's, like, the bar is even lower because, it's like, you, you don't really even need to make a good movie. People will give your movie negative attention, which will still drive people to see it. And, like, I... You saw that with The Exorcist, where, like, I don't think The Exorcist Believer really garnered any favorable reviews, but the movie still made a ton of money. And I'm wondering, like, how much the negative reviews are actually impacting that. I really do just think that, like, any publicity is good publicity. So as long as people are talking about the movie, people will see it and it will make money. I just don't think it's going to be good, and I don't think it's anything anyone asked for. My next pairing... Civil War and Dune Part 2. Um, movie I am excited about. Civil War. Directed by Alex Garland. Starring Kirsten Dunst. I've, I'm hearing conflicting things about this movie. I've seen some reports saying that it's like close to 3 hours. And I've seen... like Letterbox currently has it listed at 109 minutes. If it's 109 minutes, I think I'm going to love it. If it's almost 3 hours... I don't know. I don't necessarily know that I'm excited for this movie. I think I'm, but I'm intrigued with what this movie is going to be. I think there's a route that you can take where this movie is not good, and it's like way too steeped in the current political climate, and it will be obsolete in three years. And I don't want to see that movie. But if you can subtly make a movie commenting on current times without it being blatantly about current times, I think that movie will be interesting and I, I'm i certainly interested to see what Alex Garland does next in his movie I was a little disappointed by men but I love Ex Machina and Annihilation so I'm interested to see what he's going to do and I'm, I'm glad that like a movie like this is being made I'm glad Alex Garland is still able to find financiers for the weird kind of science fiction movies that he wants to make you know they don't need to be movies that cost 150 million dollars I'm glad that Alex Garland is still getting to make these kind of modestly mid-budgeted science fiction movies. Even if they don't entirely land for me, I'm just, I'm, I'm really happy that he's out there doing this. Now, speaking of high-budgeted science fiction movies, Dune Part 2. This is not a movie that I'm excited for. I think the, the, the delays have really hurt this movie. I just, I don't. We're we're going to be almost three years removed from the original Dune when it came out, and I just I think I'm kind of over these movies told in multiple parts. I I think it's going to be flawlessly designed and stylishly directed. I just don't know if I care about this story, and I certainly don't care about like an incredibly like over indulgent kind of like big epic movie. There's a time and place for that, but if like. I, I I think Rebel Moon might honestly hurt this movie, too, because there's another incredibly self-indulgent, giant science fiction epic that everyone hated. So I think maybe people will be like, oh, man, like, finally something good. Or they're going to be like, Ugh, the last one I watched, I got burned on. So I don't know if I want to even go see this. Um, I'm sure it's going to be I, I the first Dune just wasn't my cup of tea. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I, I, I don't know. I'm 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 curious but at the same time I wouldn't say that I'm excited for this movie. My next pairing, we have The Fall Guy and Ballerina. The Fall Guy is directed by David Leitch who, you know, is involved in the John Wick movies, he did Atomic Blonde and this is supposedly a movie about stunt guys and you know it stars Ryan Gosling. I I think this is going to be a fun Summery movie, and I'm not expecting too much from it. I don't think it's going to like blow me away or be like, Oh, finally, like movies are back. I think it's just going to be like a fun, actiony movie, and that's totally fine. This movie comes out in May. I think May is the perfect time for that kind of movie, kind of getting you ready for some summer blockbustery type stuff. I think this is just going to be a solid all around movie. And obviously, I'm I'm always excited for something that Ryan Gosling is going to do. And yeah, I'm not expecting much, but I think this movie is going to be a fun time. And that's kind of what you want out of a summer movie. Now, I juxtapose this movie with Ballerina, which is the, I guess not technically the first John Wick spinoff, but it's the first John Wick spinoff movie starring Ana de Armas about a character that I'm, I'm sure we met in John Wick somewhere in like the 10 hours of those movies. I'm not excited for this movie. Um, as I mentioned in our State of the Union episode, that you can go back and listen to, it is quite possibly like the thing I like most or like the least about John Wick. I don't care that much about the world. I don't want to see movie after movie of like just exploring side characters and the continental in this world of Hitman and uh, you know, the constant stream of bad guys that just seem to flow in this world. don't care about any of that and like this is kind of what this movie is going to be and it seems like we're kind of getting a lot more of them because they make money and I don't care I don't want to see any of them I will but I don't want to and that's that's kind of where I'm at with this I was annoyed with John Wick 4 and how just incredibly over the top and ridiculous and long and like just unnecessary a lot of that movie felt and unfortunately, I think Ballerina is going to be more of that. Now that like, they kind of have taken the style like further and further, I don't think we're ever going to get back to like the roots of like what made the first John Wick movie like, really good. Like the grounded reality and the hints of the world. Now it just seems all about like, well, now we're going to explore every facet of this world. And that wasn't what I found exciting or interesting about those movies. And that's just – it's just where we are. I don't. I don't know. I don't I don't care. Next on the list, uh, our next pairing, we are looking at The Strangers Chapter 1 and Quiet Place Day 1. I paired these two movies together because they are both, I believe, prequels. I believe The Strangers Chapter 1 is a prequel. I don't know that for certain, but I'm pretty sure that's true. Quiet Place Part 1 is definitely a prequel. I wouldn't go as far as to say I'm Excited. For The Strangers Chapter 1. You know, it, it came out in 2023 that they were doing a trilogy of Strangers movies. Something that nobody asked for, but here we are. Um, It comes out in May. I think May is a good time for one of these movies. A nice little little summer slasher. That sounds pretty fun. I think I can get down with that. And I will be very intrigued to see how they're going to handle three of these movies. Because the first one, goaded, it's a very great it's a great movie. The second one's okay. And you don't really have much to go on with these movies. But somehow we need a trilogy. So I, again, I'm not going to say that I'm excited. But I'm interested to see how, what they're going to do. And especially since this is directed by Rennie Harlan. And I really want to see what Rennie Harlan's going to do here. So that is The Strangers Chapter 1 that is hitting theaters in May. And I believe The Quiet Place Day 1 also hits theaters right around there. Or maybe that's a fall release. I'm not sure. But this is not a movie that I'm excited about. Um, I thought Quiet Place Part 2 was bad. I didn't like it. I think the first one's solid. It's a solid thriller. I think the second one's bad and I don't like it. And I but like what I think is the worst part about this one which is that like it does the thing that I hate the most. And I don't care for prequels because I don't need things so blatantly explained to me. Right? Like I think we got enough in the first quiet place movie to know like where these creatures came from, you know, we, we know they're aliens and we we know enough about them. I don't need to see, like, what happened at the very beginning. I don't think that stuff is all that interesting. I think the interesting stuff is now that it's happened, how do you interact in this world? You know, even the, the opening to A Quiet Place Part 2 is, like, them at the baseball game and, you know, things start happening. So we kind of already saw what the beginning of this sort of thing was, this invasion. I really don't need a whole movie with that. Um, I, yeah, I'm I'm not excited for this movie. It's not. I don't think it's directed by John Krasinski. I don't really know if they're involved at all. Um, I believe the, the writers are involved. But yeah, I I I don't need things explained to me. Like just, just, just because for no real reason. I don't really know what you're going to explain here or what you're going to develop any further there's really nothing that you can develop because we know where it goes so there's no suspense there's no like oh i wonder what's going to happen like we know what happens we have two movies that show us what happens next and it's just it's my least favorite trend in movies of just the unnecessary prequel explaining to us how we got here and i i don't want it i don't need it but we're getting it all right my next pairing is two movies that I think are just kind of a bit too late, and one of which I'm excited for or cautiously optimistic for, and the other one I don't care about at all. Uh, This would be Furiosa, a Mad Max saga, and Beetlejuice 2. And Furiosa, a Mad Max, like, we're almost 10 years removed from Mad Max Fury Road, and kind of like immediately after Fury Road, you know, George Miller signs on to do like four more of these movies and this is the first one we've gotten in 10 years which kind of makes me think that like maybe they took their time to kind of get it right and like that is what makes me optimistic obviously Anya Taylor-Joy uh playing a young Furiosa the Charlize Theron character that has me interested I love the Mad Max world you know George Miller returning like makes me excited for this but I don't I don't know I'm wondering if it's too little too late like you know People really love Mad Max Fury Road. But I'm wondering like how many people will turn up for this one because of how far removed we are from that movie. Maybe I hope people show up, but at the same time I'm I wouldn't bet on it. Like I I I think this is probably a movie that does well on streaming but not in theaters. And then because it didn't do well in theaters, we're not going to get any more. So I, I, we're in this weird place with these kinds of movies that are coming out years after like the original movie was popular and successful and i'm just i'm wondering if because of how far removed we are if it can sustain people's attention and people's like excitement to come see it i mean i guess the clear example against what i'm saying is avatar like people really showed up for avatar but i think I think that's because like we haven't stopped hearing about Avatar, even though it's been over 10 years since between those two movies. We always heard about James Cameron, like what he was doing, what he was developing for those movies. We haven't heard anything from George Miller about what he's doing with for Mad Max. And so I'm wondering if there's enough excitement there to get people to go see it. Um A movie that I'm sure is going to make a ton of money that I just don't give a shit about is Beetlejuice 2. This is too little too late for me. I do not care about a Beetlejuice sequel. It's unnecessary. It is a very clear cash grab. Like, oh, this is popular? Like, oh, Wednesday did really well? Okay, well, let's make Beetlejuice 2. Nobody's asking for this. Nobody wants it. And it's going to get crammed down our throats until it makes $600 million. And I don't care. I don't want to see it. That's it. That's all I got. My next pairing, Deadpool 3... And the bike riders. Now, Deadpool 3, you know, Wolverine's coming back, Hugh Jackman, the classic suit. I mean, we've been hearing about this movie in production, like, for a while. And I don't really care. I, I think it's very clear what they're doing with this movie. Like, I don't think there's any... I, th- I, I, Based on everything that we've seen and all the speculation, I feel like I've already seen this movie. And that's, like, a really bad feeling. to I'm not a Deadpool fan in general but i think it's like a really bad feeling to have like where your movie hasn't even come out yet and we're still like 6 to 7 months away from your movie coming out and i'm already sick of hearing about it it doesn't like bode well for your movie and like obviously this is going to be the movie where they bring in the x men and they bring in all this shit this is what this movie and that that's the other gross thing about it which is that it it doesn't even feel like it's going to get to be a deadpool movie it's going to have to be this movie that serves as this thing to bring the x-men into the mcu and like it has a job to do it's not even like a movie it is like a, a connecting piece to get you from one place to the other and i that sounds gross to me and i don't like that and it's not a movie that i'm excited for and it just it just seems like already we've heard way too much about it and i just i i i don't care i i'm out I probably won't even watch this one. There's plenty of movies here that I said I'm not excited for that I will watch. Deadpool 3 might be the one that I don't watch. Now, on the other hand, The Bike Riders. This is a movie that was supposed to come out in 2023. Got pushed because of the strikes. This is the Jeff Nichols movie. He did Loving and he did Midnight Special and Shotgun Stories. He's done some really, really great movies. And this is a movie starring Tom Hardy about dudes on motorcycles in like the 70s. And I'm fucking in. That's all I need to know. Like, I am in. Whenever I can see this movie, you bet I will be there to see it. Because this movie looks awesome. Let's continue the superhero trend a little bit. My next pairing. It's, it's a double whammy. Craven the Hunter and Madam Web. And Twisters. Now, I am not excited for Craven the Hunter or Madam Web. Craven the Hunter seemingly has been pushed like three times now. Uh, Kraven Hunter I will see, Madame Weddell I'll probably see, just because, like, I want, like, even though they seemingly have no plan for what they're doing with the Spider-Man universe, I, I always seem to be interested in, like, the movies. Allegedly, there's a Venom 3 coming out, and I didn't even like Let There Be Carnage, but I'll see Venom 3. And I don't know, there's something about this universe that it, it just, it feels like it doesn't want to be the it feels like it wants to be the mcu it doesn't know how and so you just get these weird kind of movies that like definitely don't fit together but are supposed to it seems like like just like a very weird universe and weird movie and like these these sort of things just i don't know i I don't really know what sony is doing with them but at the same time like i never end up liking most of these movies but i'm always endlessly intrigued by them so I will see them, though I'm not excited for them. But Twisters, I don't know how you're making a sequel to Twister. I really don't. Uh, I love Twister, that original movie from the 80s, 90s. I think it's no, It's definitely a 90s movie. But, like, I don't know. I I shouldn't be excited for this. And I don't think that I am. I think I'm, like, intrigued by what they're going to do. And so, I mean, we'll see. And again, we we're getting a roadhouse. We're getting this like I don't want to see these movies come back like I just because you can't do them the same way we did them then or you can but they're not going to. So I just I don't want to see them that just continue like shit on these movies that they're only bringing back because they're a recognizable name, not because they have any sort of reverence for those original movies or not because they have any new stories to tell. It's just kind of like well, we we own it, so like let's just keep going with it. My next pairing is Borderlands and Smile Two. I think this could go either way. If you were wondering of which one I'm excited for, I really liked Smile, but I felt that was I got all I needed. I don't need another movie for this. Um, I I genuinely think the first one's good and it looked like it was going to be awful but i do think it's good i i guess like we'll see how this one goes um i think a borderlands movie is interesting i wouldn't say i'm excited for it i would say i'm intrigued because like how are you going to make a borderlands movie and i know that jack black is involved and this movie is supposed to come out this year i don't know i i i'm very interested i i just i think i'm mostly just intrigued by this Mainly because I think Borderlands like probably would work better as like an animated show, and I don't. We'll see. I'm interested. You have me. You have my interest. I will pay to see Borderlands. Next up, we have Wolves and Saw Eleven. Uh, Wolves is a movie that I couldn't find an exact release date, but it's supposed to come out this year, and it stars like George Clooney and Brad Pitt. It's like a thriller movie i believe they're both kind of like rival like fixers so i'll be very interested just to see those two like back together again again it's supposed to be out this year i the date i could find was like october so i'm, I'm really hoping this movie comes out and doesn't get pushed uh but yeah i'm I, george clooney and brad pitt together like i'm there i'm gonna see this movie it sounds really cool i'm sure it's gonna be a lot of fun Saw 11, though, they really opened the floodgates with Saw 10, like, having set it between, you know, 1 and 2. And I am very curious how they will keep doing this. Like, how they will keep... Because eventually you're going to run into problems. You're going to be like, wait, that doesn't make sense based on what happens in this movie or whatever. Eventually you will get yourself into a corner that you can't come out of. And some could argue Saw was already there. But we're getting another one. We don't... I don't think we know... Any details about it? They just confirmed that Saw Eleven is coming. It's going to come out in October of this year, uh, just in time for Halloween. And I, 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 don't know. I, I would like to see. Like, I, I guess they kind of have to keep pumping these out before, like, Tobin Bell dies because he's getting up there. And I don't know how you can keep kind of saying, "Well, this takes place like between these movies," when he just looks like shit and because he's getting older. We'll see. I mean. I I really want to see this movie get away from just blood and disgustingness and back to, like, moral quandaries. It's not going to happen, but, you know, I'm I'm 10 movies invested into this franchise. Like, I'm not going to not see this, but I can't say that I'm all that excited to see what they have cooking in the saw kitchen. All right, my last pairing is two movies that probably should not have gotten sequels. And they're both coming out this year, supposedly. Gladiator 2 and Joker 2. I think Joker is a fine movie. I'm glad Joaquin got all the acclaim. I'm glad he got all the awards for that role. He did a phenomenal job. I think it was a decent movie. It was pretty good. I don't need to see another one. I especially don't need to see a, a musical version of Joker 2. I like the casting of Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. I But again, I, I, I don't need... This movie, I don't. Now that is the movie that I like was not excited for. I don't know as though I'm excited for Gladiator Two, which currently is listed as coming out in December. A lot of room for that to be moved, and I suspect it will be. But Gladiator Two, I'm very intrigued by. Gladiator is a movie I love, and so I just I supposedly I believe it's still starring Paul Mescal. I. <sighs> I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad thing, right? Like that's the thing. I don't think Gladiator Two is inherently a bad idea. Like some of these other movies that are inherently bad ideas. I think you can do something with this movie. It'll just all kind of depend on where they plan on going with it. If it's just like, oh, we're gonna tell a follow up and then we're done. Okay, I could see this working. But if their plan is like, oh no no, like we're going to like set this up to be multiple movies, I'm out. If you're just like, if this is just your excuse to get like three to four really like popular Hollywood stars right now, like just jacked, so they can fight in a gladiatory arena. I think I'm there for that. I can I can stomach a two hour version of that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But if you're like, oh no no, like the lore goes way deeper. We have to set this this and this up so that we can have three movies after this, and then a TV show on Apple TV Plus. It's like That's what I don't want to see, and that's what I am the most afraid of is going to happen, that it's going to be like, oh, I bet you didn't know that Maximus had this, this, and this going on behind the scenes in the original movie and we never showed you. I don't want a rewriting of Gladiator so that you can make more from it, but if you just want to follow it up with another – even if it's just like the same fucking plot structure of the original Gladiator movie, I think I'd be fine with that. I think that would be fun. And I would totally be okay. Even if it just like you're just using the name Gladiator to get people into theaters. Fine, It's gross but fine. I get it. I don't want to see them try to set this up for multiple movies. One and done sequel. Call it a day. Have some fun. I'm there but I don't want this to get out of hand. Now, the last movie, I do not have a pairing for. I kind of wanted to like leave it on its own. This is the movie that I am the most excited for in 2024. It's currently slated for a Christmas Day release. We've seen a teaser. We've seen a poster. We've seen stills. There's a very good shot of this movie coming out this year, and this is a movie we've been hearing about for almost a decade, Robert Eggers' Nosferatu. Lily Rose Depp is in it. We have Bill Skarsgård as Nosferatu, the vampire. I am so excited for this movie. Genuinely excited to see this movie. He's been wanting to do this for a long time. It was originally supposed to happen with Anya Taylor-Joy. Obviously, something happened there and that fell through. He couldn't do it. I think this is a movie that he's been trying to get together for a long time and just couldn't get the funding for. Also, after the Northman, a ninety million dollar movie that did not do very well, I would assume they kind he was kind of told, You gotta scale it back some. I can't give you a hundred million dollars again. I can give you ten. And so if they're like, Okay, cool, I'll take ten million dollars and make Nosferatu, I'm sure the studios were like, perfect, yeah, let's just do that. You know, you're a rising star. This was, a, this was a year we saw a lot of like auteurs like make movies that bombed. I think we're going to get a lot of smaller movies from these people and I, I tend to love those kinds of movies. You know, I, I think in the coming years, you're going to see people like Ari Aster and Robert Eggers. These people like they're going to – because their movies, their most recent movies bombed, they've got to make smaller ones and – I'm excited for that like I want them to make the big ambitious thing but at the same time I really love the smaller things that they have done and so I I cannot wait for Nosferatu Uh, it's supposed to come out the same day as Jordan Peele's new movie Jordan Peele's new movie is also slated to come out on Christmas Day we don't have a title we don't have a poster we don't know who's in it we don't have any sort of plot details. I'm not convinced that movie's coming out this year, which is why I did not include it on this list. But, I mean, I I hope so. I'm excited for a new Jordan Peele movie. We'll see how it goes. But that is all I have for you today. Let me know what movies you are excited for in 2024 down in the comments below. If you're listening to this as a podcast, get in touch with us. You can find Twitter, Instagram, our email. Let us know what movies you are excited for. And we look forward to hearing from you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being here. Like the video. Share it with your friends. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss a single video. If you're listening to this in your podcast app, leave us a review. Leave us a rating. All of that good stuff so we continue to grow and reach more people. We really appreciate you being here. And uh, we will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody.